Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, Mr. Lyndon Burton, joined by my co-host, Mr. Krissa SJE. This is episode 44. Krissa, how you doing, my brother? Man, I'm Gucci Bandana as usual, man. I feel... It's a good time to be alive. Yeah, man. Look, 2020, we got some new shows we're reviewing on the docket. We're going to talk about ID Invaded and Doro Hey Doro, or how you pronounce Doro. How do you? How were you pronouncing it earlier? Uh, Doro Doro Hey Doro. I don't even remember how I said Doro it. Doro Hey Doro. There's like there's like three or four different possible names. I, I gotta hear him say it. Doro I, Hey Doro. If look, if you know how to pronounce it out there, let us know. But we got that. We got, of course, my hero. Uh, we got an announcement that I may make at the end of the show. It just depends on how things go. But we got something big in the works coming for the people later this week. As well as we're going to be talking about the most wasted potential in a character. Wasted Facts. characters. Characters that had high expectations, but the mangaka, for some rhyme or reason, just didn't d- uh, deliver. So we got that among some other stuff. But let me mention today's sponsor of the show, Pure Fiction Collectibles. Look. Lafayette finally has a new anime shop. It is the hub. Look at some of the figures. We got Tanjiro. We got uh, Karishima. We got Kakashi. Look at this Kakashi figure. This is dope, man. Doing the Chidori. Super, super fire. We got Lupin. All these figures. All this stuff. The the uh, Mob Psycho poster. The my uh, Not the My Hero one. The uh, Gangster poster. All courtesy of Pure Fiction Collectibles. I do gotta, I, I gotta shout them out again because I went over there. Yeah, you know I'm saying with me and Lynn, uh, we took a trip over there. Like what was that? Uh, earlier this week, yeah, fucking Saturday. Week, had some business to take, uh, care, which we will announce as well. But we would pull up over there, and definitely, I copped some Pokemon card packs. He had like uh, official exclusive, like you know, Japanese uh, packs, like booster packs, uh, like mixed bag cards, and. Uh, Buku figures. They got like all the Demon Slayer figures, all the One Piece figures. Like I was, I love walking into to places like that with just energy like that. So if y'all love, if y'all love anime, y'all love figures, y'all love manga. Like I think I bought Attack on Titan Volume One when I, we went and over there. And you got a Yu Yu Hakusho uh, DVD collectible for thing. sure. I got a Yu Yu Hakusho DVD and I got a Tenchi GXP. Uh, is it GXP Galaxy? Something Galaxy Patrol. I got the uh, Tenchi one of the Tenchi DVDs as well. I think that's it. I think I just got the Attack on Titan uh, manga. Tenchi DVDs. So if this, if any of this sounds appealing, y'all pull up over there. They got, they got it over there. Look, anime merch figures, wall scrolls, and much more. It's located next to the Ambassador Caffrey Walmart. Go check them out. Follow them on Facebook. Search Pure Fiction Collectibles. And with that being said, on February the eighth, Anime Talk X Pure Fiction Collectibles. We're doing a movie night over there. We will have more information coming soon, but just be on the lookout. Shout out to the sponsor of the pod, Pure Fiction Collectibles. Well, Krista, let's get into this week's show. So starting off, Funimation announced on Friday that it will begin screening the My Hero Academia film in the United States and Canada in more than a thousand total theaters starting on February the 26th. So it's right around the corner. I am hype. Thank God, bro. I'm so glad uh, it's coming around. It's like literally, uh, and what is that, like two, three weeks? Yeah, something Probably like that. Probably less. Something like but, that. Uh, you know we got to do a review for it the night of. That's going to be litty. For sure. I love, uh, I know one thing. When we went to see the last My Hero movie in theaters, uh, 
It was packed. It was. I did not expect to be sitting next and to... See, you went on dub night. I went on sub night. Sub night was packed. Yeah, sub and dub night was packed. I, I'm not going to lie. That's That says a lot about My Hero because uh, I just got to throw this out there. My Hero gets a lot of slander on social media. And the My Hero fan base uh, gets called toxic a lot. Just to defend that real quick before we move further, I just got to say My Hero fan base is huge. And in any huge fan base, there's going to have one corner of it that's chill, one corner of it that's... There's toxic fan bases in everything. Look at Star Wars. And look they're the DC, loudest. Look at Marvel. Look at One Piece, Naruto. There's toxic fan bases in everything. Mm-hmm. And you you hear the My Hero thing right now. But I'm so excited that this movie's coming out. I'm loving the theme of we get an anime movie to start off each year. We got Broly last year. We, got, we had My Hero ending out 2017 going into 2018. Mm-hmm. Then we got Stampede last year as well. I'm loving watching anime movies in theaters. Facts. And with that being said, uh, I think it's called Weathering With You. Uh, I believe that's the new movie that everybody's been telling us we need to watch it. And I'm going to try to go out and watch it this week. And maybe if we can do like a do a little mini review, I'll have something for you guys. But Weathering With You, that's out. And I hear that's amazing. But... This My Hero thing, February 26th. Be on the lookout for that. Next up, Beastars drops a trailer, and it will be out on Netflix on March the 13th. Trissa, I mean, Lord, Trissa. Trissa, <laughs> how do you feel about Beastars? Are you hype? I I, I, I feel like your your energy has kind of fallen on Beastars because it's a murder mystery, but it's like this romantic murder mystery type thing. It's shifted a little bit just because I've been seeing a lot of people, and I guess it's probably the uh, Beastars hater stand force or uh, hater force, you know what I'm saying? But they came out the woodworks posting manga panels. I'm sitting there like, what the hell is this? Like certain manga panels got me questioning uh, the legitimacy of the show, but mm. I, I'm one of those people who I gotta see it to, to believe it. I gotta see it to believe it, whether it's good or bad. So I'm still gonna watch it. I'm still kind of hyped just because the hype, especially with this. Uh, the trailer was claymation, and that was something. I'm not saying that the show's gonna be claymation, but the trailer. It's it a budget, like, bro. It seems like they're investing a lot into the promo of the show, and just the hype around it is super, super. It's it's up there. Yeah, it's immense. The uh, the hype around it, like people are talking about it to where I feel like the B-Stars hate force is coming out because it's something that was hyped up to them and they already peeped it out. So it's not something that's just one of these shows coming out of the woodworks. It's one of these shows that's established already before it drops. And with a very slow year that 2020 is, let's call a spade a spade, this is one that Netflix is hoping hits. And I'm not wishing on its downfall or anything, but I just don't know if it's going to be the smash that everybody's thinking is going to be. Or maybe it's just not our lane of, like, action shown in uh, anime. Nah, I think it's going to hit super hard for a specific bag. But other than that bag, I feel like 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 the, the anime fans, like me and you, not checking for it. I feel like the casuals not checking for it. But for the subgenre that it's in, or not even the subgenre that it's in, but for the fan base that it's going to tackle, it's going to tackle that fan base hard. And and I got to say, I'm going to start trying Slice of Life. I'm going to try. Because, like, I, I want to expand... The knowledge of the show and maybe bring some of that on here, but it's just I don't even know where to begin with that. Man, I've been on so much shit. I swear, if you watch that, um, it's not even gonna feel like an anime, but that Africa, Africa salesman. I took a, I took first episode of that. I really enjoyed it. I'm but not see, gonna that's lie, comedy. Bro. That's not. I, watch, I, watch I don't consider Buku that slice of, of life. That's but like. See, some, I consider Saikike slice of life, even though that's kind of mm. comedy too. And if you never watched Saikike, I would peep that out because I just went on Netflix the other day, and it's an old series. You know, it was on. Uh, uh, J Stars Victory VS. Psyche uh, was a, a character. You he was play a support, as. huh? I, I don't remember he if he was a support or a main character. He was not a main. 
I, I thinking about him in the show. I don't know if I'd be able to see him as a main, like how you would play as him. But at the end of the day, he he was big. His anime is big. It's a big show on the jump property, and apparently Netflix revived it. There's a like really? another series called Psyche K continued or something like that. That's 2019 or 2020 or whatever. And I went watch that because I was such I was so big on the original series. Uh, when I saw they had a Netflix, I, I never finished it or whatever. But I'm only like two episodes deep or whatever. But that as as far as comedy slice of life, uh, the Africa one, yeah. they got like a lot of random shit too. You know what I've been wanting to try out lately? Uh, I don't know if you ever seen this one, but my bro Taco Guy was talking about it and talking about how hype it was. But uh, Madoka Magica, I've been hearing people talk about it. It's not what you would think. Mm, like magical okay. girl is like genre edgy? is something I tend to stay away from, Me like too. magical girl genre. But I don't think it's etchy. I think it's uh, more along the lines of like action. Uh, fantasy. Uh, it, it, it's it's magical girl genre setting, but um, it's not like your card captor Sakura. It's not like some shit like that. It's more like a Sailor Moon, but violent and kind of uh, gory. I'm about to peep that out because I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been trying. I've been furthering the different things, like in terms of manga reading. I've been mm-hmm. checking out webtoons like God of High School. Mm. Uh, what's the other one? Solo I've been want to Le- peep that one out. Solo too. leveling. Like that one's mm-hmm. pretty big. I've been I've been reading those two, so I've been trying to expand, seeing where we're gonna go. But speaking of manga, the official Shonen Jump Twitter has confirmed that they will be dropping every all, all new chapters every Sunday at seven a.m. PST, and this is a part of their initiative to kind of stop piracy. And I wanted to talk about that with people like Jimenez Box or however you pronounce it, gone. Manga readers not as hyped. Like Kiss Anime still gets it, but they get it late. It's not as because I I don't know if you remember, but I, you remember me early last year? I was on the the One Piece spoilers like heavy. You would see me on Twitter like days before, looking like One Piece Twitter cracked Jimenez box and like was trend was trending on the day the leak dropped instead of the day when Shonen Jump actually dropped it. How do you feel about? And a lot of YouTubers are going to transition into waiting for official releases. And I know we're discussing doing manga. Uh, reviews and that's coming soon but how do you feel on official release versus uh versus pirating these these this content um i'm one of those people who i i swerve around the manga spoilers like i'm always um certain manga spoilers especially with demon slayer i follow a, a million demon slayer fan pages but you probably you probably check for them spoilers though because you're up to date I don't necessarily be checking for them because I, I follow a lot of uh, Demon Slayer pages on Instagram, but on Twitter, I just follow the timeline and the timeline don't drop too much as far as spoilers besides whenever the, I remember they, it, it went viral, um, I want to say last month, whenever uh, the fake fan, the the fans, not subs, but the fan translations dropped and it was like some ridiculous shit and everybody was like, yo, what are they, what are they doing with the, with, the, uh, with the translations? But it came out too early and it was all actual legit... Um, Images. You know, pa- yeah, images, yeah, but somebody had just was trolling with that translation and it dropped on all the official leak manga sites. So everybody was bullshitting that. But other than that, they don't really hype it up too much. But I do see on Instagram, like the Demon Slayer fan pages, they'll have like all the they'll have like that first page in the slide, the slide post. And the first page will be like Demon Slayer spoilers, chapter, whatever. I'm looking at it I'm like, nigga, it's Thursday. What you mean? But that's so how I'm, one piece, I'm, bro, I gotta see it. That's how I am with one piece of my My thing is, I wish. OK, so. Shonen Jump drops in Japan, it seems like, on Thursdays. I want to say Thursday or Friday. Thursday night, because it's probably Friday. So my thing is, if you really want to stop pirating, why not drop the chapters digitally, worldwide, on that date? 
And I get, I get you trying to make all your money in Japan and force the people to buy it. That's cool. Well, don't release it to them digitally. Release it to uh, like the the subscribers in other countries digitally that day. And that's one way to stop pirating. You're not gonna stop pirating unless everything's released at the same time. And these translators people have no way to get it because. That's the main reason why there's leaks because people from Japan post images of the panels when it's done, when they get the manga out and they put it on the internet. That's how you stop pirating. You have to release everything on the same day. Yeah, don't don't let the the fans get a hold of the. It happens the, every week. Not not even saying just the official shit, but whenever that 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 shit went viral uh, viral in Demon Slayer when the the fan uh, translation got kind of zany, you don't want people. You know what I'm saying to be even. Checking out the leaks regularly to be on these uh like what's a what's it like ma- uh, manga zone or manga some shit like that. Manga reader, that's like manga reader. You- like I said, One Piece was trending because of the leak chapter. It was not because of the official release. I, I will admit, to- it was trending in America at three a.m. at night, bro. And I'm not I'm not proud of this, but I will admit to like I have the app. I have the Shonen Jump manga. Me too. App. I, we both pay for it. But Demon Slayer, uh, and also I have Demon Slayer hard copies of the manga. But as far as getting the the chapters I wanted at a certain point, uh, I remember I had got to the Tengen arc, whatever arc they had stopped uh, on the Shonen Jump manga. Oh, app, they don't like, have they don't the have fuck? all the chapters there. They still don't, but yeah. they got way more than they did when I was initially trying to catch up. But when I tried to catch up, I was at this wall, and I was like, "Where the fuck do I go from here?" So I bought some hard copies, bought uh, a bunch of hard copies. I'm pretty sure I got. I don't want to say all of them, but I do got most of them. Really? So there's. I was trying to catch up, and when I'm I'm reading the hard copy, I'm like, "Man, I'm past this." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I had to go. I had to go to the dark, the dark side of Trapping the, the leaks. out the bandwidth. And I will notice whenever you're uh whenever you're reading these leaks and shit like that, they mistranslate a lot of shit. It's rough translations. They do fan translations, like instead of where Tandro will be like, hey, you stop that. Tandro will be like, hey, you bitch ass nigga, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, you like you looking at the crazy ones. And it's not, not even saying it's that extreme, but that's it, that's a little bit of exaggeration. But they always have like I'm reading Dragon Ball Super and Vegeta's like, what the fuck? I'm like, well, whoa. <laughs> Like, remember whenever Super was airing for the first time and they had no uh, app, you couldn't, like, watch it on Funimation when it dropped? Like, I remember there was a point in time when on Funimation, uh, Funimation would drop the newest episodes of Super when they would drop in Japan, subbed on their, um, you know, on their, their app because, or on their site. Because uh, they, the dub didn't drop for a while, but they were they were dropping it sub as it released. But for the beginning, it wasn't like that. The whole first two seasons, you had to wait on it to drop. And sometimes the nigga with the raw would be taking forever to translate it. You'd have to watch it raw without no subs. You know what I'm saying? And then when it would finally drop with the subs, it would be super rough translations. You'd be sitting there. You'd get the gist of what's going on. And it wouldn't be 100% inaccurate, but a lot of times people shit on dub because the translations aren't accurate. So it's the same thing with the, the poo the poo translations with anime and just manga in general. It's like, you don't want to give the person who's going to grab it and translate it wrong the opportunity to do that before you get it out there officially. That's my thing. I support officially, but my thing is for them to really like change the situation, you have to release everything on the same day. Exactly. Like it doesn't make sense to me that it does. Like we're in an age where the internet is a, the world is smaller because of the internet. And I get that in Japan, there's a culture where people pick up the magazines to this day. You still do that. But for the fans in other countries, if you want to make numbers and get people to get on this app, you have to put it out because no matter what, the the, the panels will get leaked. Mm-hmm. It's going to get leaked. So you might as well make the release dates happen Thursday night whenever they come out in Japan. That's just that's just my thoughts with that. For sure, for sure. I just don't understand how you could have a, a manga app and you could be selling the manga app or, or renting it out, charging for a subscription fee, 
and you have uh all of your manga there but for certain manga you have chapter one through 30 and then chapter fucking 90 through 110 and it's like whoa where's the middle like why would you give us that and then give us the end the most recent shit but how the fuck am i supposed to know what's going on with the most recent shit you it seems like you want me to read that if i'm already caught up but how am i supposed to legit catch up when you don't give me anything to catch up it's like i'm not understanding where you want us to go besides to these leaked places besides trying to buy hard copies which most of the time the hard copy is not available so in order for like i don't understand how you keep the most recent most recent chapters but you're missing the before the most recent and you have no way to legally officially get it like no, that doesn't I make any sense saying, to me. I, I know what you're saying bro so they gotta, that's just something i hope they fix and i love showing the jump i love the uh the app i i was reading we're gonna probably talk about the, the new manga we've been reading there lately but um they gotta every every nothing's too big for improvement you know what i'm saying no i'm with There's you on that for improvement but uh next up i just want to shout out viz media because they partnered with lucasfilm and we're getting a journey to star wars the last jedi uh manga oh no 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 no! wait 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 no 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 wait the manga is not called that it's just called star wars star wars universe it's not the he the author is the person who wrote journey to star wars the last jedi but we're getting a star wars manga it's going to be with luke skywalker i'm sure it's going to cover the original star wars timeline maybe give us some extra stuff i'm super excited for that because i'm a big star wars fan and i think star wars would be dope in manga form like i think that would every time they do like anime up uh anime opening for like star wars or marvel mm-hmm. i'm always like this fits amazingly so like I, I think they actually had an anime star wars short it wasn't a big film or nothing but it was a short mm, i wouldn't be surprised if there's some because there's marvel anime uh tv DC shows too there's marvel DC and DC. anime shows so like this is dope seeing star wars do it but that's the end of the news this week let's get into this week's discussion question this week's discussion question was sitting by brad brad asked who do you guys think are the most wasted potential characters in anime? And with that, it's characters that we felt that we felt uh, had a high, high ceiling and potential, but just never got to that ceiling and just was wasted, wasted potential. Never got the kinetic energy. Chris, you can start us off. Man, you want to go? You want to start with the big one? The big one that people are going to get mad at when we say it? Go ahead, brother. Go Han. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Let's not let's not lie to ourselves, bro. You're, you're watching two guys who are Dragon Ball fans, Dragon Ball stands, if you will. Not not in a negative way. We love, like, there's a, a figure of Gohan right there. We love yeah, Gohan. One of my favorites. But see, you see the Gohan that that's a figure of? You know what I'm saying? Super Saiyan Gohan, Super Teen Gohan. That's Goat Han. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you get towards the Boo arc. And it sucks. It sucks so bad because he was built up to be so dope. Like, that's one of my favorite Gohans. Future Gohan in Boo Saga, right when he's beating Super Boo after he pulled the sword out of mm-hmm. King Kai and he got the, uh, not out of King Kai, out of Supreme Kai, and he gets his trooper, he unlocks 100% potential. It's like, yo, this Gohan is dope, but he's still freaking nerfed because Akira Toriyama, I don't care what anybody says, he Gohan was supposed to be the next mm-hmm. star of Dragon Ball. Goku was supposed to stay could put or not be the focal point. It was supposed to be Gohan. And Shonen Jump was like, nah, bro. We, we <laughs> Gohan, it's, it's about Goku. We need we need that Goku merch. We need all this shit. And it's like, Gohan had gotten the back seat. Gohan still can't go Super Saiyan Blue. Gohan can't do shit in Super. He He's even worse in Super than he was in Dragon Ball Z. At least in Dragon Ball Z, he was a dope character to a certain extent. Like, he should have been stronger, but 100% potential was still on par with at least... Mm-hmm. At, 
I'd say 100% potential could be on par with Super Saiyan 3. I'm not saying it'll beat Super Saiyan 3, but I'm saying Gohan could hold his own. Yeah, he could be in a fight and not fucking get nerfed. Exactly. And that's my thing. I, and I may be wrong with that, but my thing is Gohan should be way stronger than what he is. Yeah, for sure. Gohan was getting nerfed because I think I feel like Gurf, uh, Gurf. <laughs> Gohan's nerfing is probably punishment for Shonen Jump cracking that whip at Toriyama and being like, uh, he's sitting there like, hey, Gohan will succeed Goku. After this, Dragon Ball Z is going to end. Maybe in the future, we could bring back a Gohan show where he's the hero instead of Goku. And they were like, uh, nah, how about you crank us out a Majin fucking Majin Buu arc? How about you crank us out Teen Gohan? Like, make something shake. So him being mad, like, man, you niggas made me keep doing this shit. What do we get? Great Saiyan man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they started nerfing him way past. Whenever Toriyama was like, hey, Gohan's going to be the next focal point of the series. They were getting rid of Goku. And people were like, oh. I feel like that's when Go, uh, Toriyama was like, you know what? Fuck Gohan. Let's just let's just have him there. You know what I'm saying? We, I know people love him, and let's not ruin him to the point where he's not lovable because he's still a lovable character. But as far as potential, squandered all of it. Like, yeah. you see, even in the Terminal Power, you know how sad it is for the Gohan fandom to to squabble to that, ah, but but the, the, the Piccolo Gohan in the Tournament of Power. So Gohan is now as strong as Piccolo? Yeah, is that what we're, way is that stronger his, than Piccolo. Is that our bar for Gohan now? After Mystic Gohan, Super Saiyan 2, Teen Gohan, is that our bar for Gohan? The guy who beats Cell. The guy who beats Cell can no longer even maintain Super Saiyan form in parts of Super. He's there at like, Gohan, do something. He's like, nigga, I don't even know if I can really go Super Saiyan right now. They're like, what? Goku, son? Ah, uh, sit down. Goten is like out here fusing with Trunks, trying to come fight Frieza, and they're like, "Bro, go sit down." Gohan, you come, and Gohan's like, "Maybe we should let the kids." Uh. <laughs> Look, I and I agree with all that. I was gonna say, "Look, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna say mine with Naruto." There's three Naruto characters that I think wasted potential: mm-hmm. Neji, Huga, Gara, Rock Lee. All three were care like. And I, I think it must be because Naruto has so many characters and they really focused in on Naruto and Sasuke, but Rock Lee was a character that beat, that like was beat Kimimaru drunken form. He was badass. He went through this horrible injury. He battles back. One of the fight with Gar is one of the best fights in Naruto and people just had high expectations for this Taijutsu user. I mean, Mike Guy fought moderate. And he's and so nail. lovable, bro. He's like, just a good Rock Lee, you want to see Rock Lee win. And that's the thing. We wanted to see more from the Taijutsu user. Neji in Shippuden's barely there. Like, he dies, and that's pretty much it with him. Like, no real impactful moments from Neji in Shippuden. Neji was this this Todoroki-esque character, I would say. Um, Like, in a sense... Because he was the smart rival of Naruto, and like one of his early rivals, and you just want to see more from him. And then same thing with Gara. Gara's another to, like Todoroki's a fusion of a lot of these characters. But Gara was the the one tailed Jinchuriki. He gets his tail out of him in Shippuden, and then he becomes fucking whack. Excuse mm-hmm. my language, but it's just those three characters. I feel in Naruto got the short end of the stick. Facts. I'm not gonna lie. All those characters you just named suffer from just peaking too early. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You get that, you know, the the over... They really did peak very early. The over fucking uh, posted on Twitter, fucking Rock Lee versus Gara. Then you see Gara versus Kimimaro. You see drunk drunk uh, uh, Rock Lee. And it's like, yes, we let's, let's get him some more. And like you said, we see Mike Guy boot up and we never get to see Rock Lee ever really do anything. After a certain point in time, all these characters, like you see Gara peak like gara becomes kazikage gara like he gets his just due but then after that 
you never see him get better or even hold that maintain that badassery from that moment he kind of just starts to decline in coolness and as far uh, uh, as far as potential i remember i was watching the uh the fourth ninja war and just watching him i was like damn is this the gara that we used to like fear would fuck some shit up and before shippuden now he's just kind of there and none of your most badass characters like neji's way too loved to have not really i can't really name too many big moments of for shippuden yeah especially for shippuden like and that's my thing you can name all of them from naruto you can't name many from shippuden you got anybody else uh i got three well let me not even say three but i got some from um uh, Hunter Hunter. Ooh, interesting. A lot of people would want to say Leorio, but I feel like Leorio was never meant to be uh, that type of character. I feel like he, whenever uh, Hunter Hunter, this is the main reason why I didn't want to start Hunter Hunter because of the comparisons of Gon Killua, Karapika, and Leorio to Yusuke Kuwabara, Hiei, and Kurama. And to me, they're just, even after watching both of those shows, you could tell that it's kind of an archetype for the same gang, but none of those characters are. You can say some of them are remotely alike, but none of them are like Leorio will never be Kuwabara in my eyes. And I feel like that's because uh, Tagashi made Kuwabara. Uh, and I was I was actually watching a video about how Kuwabara never really got his just due earlier today. But I'm not going to include him. I want to include some other people. But uh, I he, could had be, this, he could be up there, but I think he got some shine. Exactly. Like realistically, uh, he couldn't have been involved in the whole dark, uh, not dark tournament, the whole um three kings tournament to that's not his whole lane to me he peaked and he they 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 gave him his just do with the his interdimensional sword and he saved his homies and i think he got the win against uh elder Taguro in the dark tournament yeah. so he he always got his w's but leorio people think that he never really got um his you know his moment I well, like that his, show's not even finished so I, that's why i was interested to see you saying hunter hunter because oh well that's just because you and as far as manga goes I don't know, because I'm only a couple chapters after. I'm, I don't know how many chapters I am after the anime, but I know I, I read past it, but I'm not all the way caught up. I didn't see a fight that we're waiting on seeing. So that's why, you know, I can't say Leorio, but I could say Crollo uh, Lucifer. Ah, uh, anime only. Anime only. Because not even, because I, I don't want to speak too much about what I do know about the manga, but as far as anime, you see him, he's badass, uh, Hisoka it's built up for the fight and we just never get it, which is why I always say Yu Hakusho is better than Hunter Hunter. That's the argument that I'm always lose with, with people. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I was literally talking about the other day. I'm like, damn son, this is actually low key, a good argument for saying Hunter Hunter is better than Yu Hakusho. But I just know that's one of those things that I feel like I have to get eventually in the future. You know what I'm saying? And until I get that Crollo, he just wasted potential. He's like super badass. You see him fight with his, um, with Killua's uh, grandfather and father, like yo, and that was hard. But after that, he gets his nin just out of there, and like you, you sitting there on the edge of your seat, like Krolo versus uh, Hisoka, and it just doesn't happen. And then not only does that not happen, but he kind of just disappears. Yeah, he doesn't like you see it, the troop it, a lot. It goes to the to the ant stuff, and then it, mm-hmm. they're not even like the troops there, but not not him. And see, my other one uh, is is Uvo. Uvo mm-hmm. is one of my favorite characters to me. He was that Taguro archetype. And uh, he served his purpose in the show, but I feel like uh, he got that badass fight with those little, uh, what was it called? The Shadow Beasts or something like that? Uh, the dude that hit with the porcupine uh, body. Oh, and yeah. Those, those, those like hitmen for the mafia that came exactly. in for it. Yeah. So he got that and he he displayed his badassery and he he peaked. He was like, oh shit, this nigga Uvo is that boy. Like he is a, a threat to be like, how are they going to beat the Phantom Troop when he exists? And 
uh, first big fight, Karapika versus Uvo, Uvo gets killed, and uh, it's not even, it's kind of lackluster, because you see him get to fight, but he doesn't really get to do too much, Karapika offs him, Karapika doesn't really get into any more squabbles with the Phantom Troop after that, it's kind of, it kind of just plays out how it plays out, and Uvo, you just, you expect him to come through and just fuck shit up, especially when they, um, they hype him up to just be this super hard character, and I, I understand they did that to, to show how crazy it is when Karapika handles him first, but I just kind of wanted to see him fuck more shit up because he was just one of them characters that's just, uh, he was one of my favorite characters as soon as he was introduced. And then as soon as he died, I was like, damn, shit, I could have I could have watched the whole, like, I'm one of them people that I, I want to see a, a Nobunaga Uvo mm. spinoff, like, it don't even got to be canon, just some backstory about there, how they met and the, the shit they used to run before they were troop members. But Krolo and Uvo, just because I'm a Phantom Troop stan and I feel like I, I don't have enough troop. I got a lot more from certain members of the troop than I got from See, my two favorite members. There's some people I want to say, but their show's not ended. Like, for example, My Hero. I think Seto, the dude who's like Spider-Man with the tape, he's kind of wasted. I want to uh, know more about him. I a- feel like Kaminari. That's Dinky? Yeah, that's Dinky. Yeah, Kaminari. I feel like Kaminari, like, I feel like he's wasted potential as well. But like you said, it's the not show's done. not over. We just got our Karishima shit. And like with One Piece, uh, Oda always ties stuff back. So I think in the end, it's going to come back. Yeah, that is what a lot of people want to say Eno too, because like I feel like uh with me What's his other name? I'm uh, good with uh Inaru. Inaru, yeah. I'm, I'm good with Inaru, bro. Like I'm good on him. I know it's tease. I know he can come back. He, he probably should come back. He should, yeah, he definitely should come back. Uh, but I feel like he he will eventually. And that's my thing with those. I don't like to say those because they're still going on. But the only reason why I don't consider uh Inaru, uh, even though a lot of people do, just because that arc was so fucking long, bro. It I got really I got all the interview I need, but not not really. Cause I do want to see him come back. That'll be hard. Oh, wasted potential. I'm just gonna say these two brothers from Gangster Warwick and uh, what's my what's my what's my dude's name? Uh, Nicholas. Yeah, Warwick and Nicholas. They needed more love, just in general. Yeah, just as a show. We talking a... about shows like goddamn fucking you know Stash from Bloodland. We that's that's my two shows that got canceled. We will never get that back. You know who else I wanted to say before we started this? But I kind of. Hmm. Saitama is wasted potential. Oh, see, I was gonna say Genos, but I didn't. I didn't. Know. They, they ran One Punch Man into the ground as a no. whole. Like I kind of don't even care about season three of One Punch Man unless Me they neither. fix a lot of shit. Yeah, like, and and but it's gonna be cool. But I'm not gonna ever have that initial hype to where I'm gonna like. Season be. one was a different type of love. Because to be honest with you, I like season two, but I didn't like season one. I loved season one. Like yeah. season one is ten out of ten. Season two is like six, maybe seven. Yeah, like it would be nice. It would be yeah. nice. It's six, seven. So, but that's our ways to potential well, I, I gotta do one more go ahead and this is just kind of a troll ass catching oh. he got it he got his w after fucking seven seven regions that don't mean <laughs> shit he's still a flop I, I i i'm i i will say this i'm watching the new series and you fucking with it he has potential to 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 redeem himself but after 20 years of being 10 you still he he's wasting Look, potential. Yugi got his wins, and the Digi Destin got their wins. Mm-hmm. So my boy Ash Ketchum got one after twenty years. So he's a wasted <laughs> potential. He has so many Pokemon that are just never gonna get. You know what I'm saying? Any kind of love outside of that box with Professor Oak and his mom, and like that, he's never gonna get. A lot of his Pokemon aren't even fully evolved yet, and I don't think they ever will be. Uh, all his Pokemon are really Ooh, the wasted potential. Jet, would you say Jet's wasted potential? Damn, we don't get a lot of Jet in, in Cowboy Bebop. He gets his specific Jet episodes, but that's it. Now, see, the thing, I don't really think I expected much from Jet, though. I expected more from Faye. Mm, you wanted more from Faye. Yeah, I see, you didn't like the Faye. backstory that she's from the past. No, no, I'm saying I got what I needed with Faye, but at the same time, like, I I, I expected uh, what I got from Faye, but what I got from Jet, 
I, I kind of, I was kind of cool with it. I'm not okay. saying I wouldn't want to. That's another one I'd want to see. Um, backstory. That's what I'm saying. I wanted some more jet like action stuff. I don't know why they've never made a filler Cowboy Bebop series of just Jet and Spike adventures like uh, back in the day kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they Early. up. That would be really, really dope. Just Cowboy Bebop before Cowboy Bebop. Um, yep. I'm trying to, th- would I say Wolfwood from Trigon? No, he got a good enough arc, I'd say. Um, I'm trying to think any more wasted potential characters. I think that's it. I think we named yeah, I can't, quite a lot. I can't think of too many, but that's because I'm not like I don't really know too many characters who I feel like... Full Metal Alchemist, I think they I did their wild. characters right. I think Attack on Titan did their characters right. I said the Naruto ones that I feel. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure you could say some more Naruto ones. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, we said the ones. Like, of course, Yamcha's... There's a lot of ways to potential characters yeah. in Dragon Ball. Basically, everyone that's not Goku and Vegeta, and even to a certain and extent. To a certain extent, yeah. I wanted to say my hot take earlier that Vegeta low-key is wasted. Yeah, but like, bro, if you're not Goku... You're basically a side character in Dragon Ball. There's no way. There's no ensemble cast anymore. It's the Goku Piccolo show. got nerfed. <laughs> Yo, Piccolo got. You remember when he was the Super Namekian where he could beat Super Cell yeah. uh, version one? You know who really, really got nerfed? Who oh, really got nerfed bad? Goten and all, Trunks. All the uh, all the villain. Oh, uh, Goten's got. <laughs> boy, Goten and Trunks will never grow to be full size adults, and that pains me. Pan was born before fucking Goten and, and Go, uh, Gohan turn not Goten and Gohan Goten and Trunks turn teens canonically, but uh, at the same time the villains, bro, the, not the villains, but the what's the word the um antiheroes like yeah. Hit. As soon as Hit came out, he was that nigga, and then boom, tournament of power starts. Boo, you suck, <laughs> you fucking suck. There's Jiren. Jiren's alive. Even Kefla. Was like, you know what I'm saying? Stronger than Hit. Yeah, Keflin like, Keflin like shitted on and then Hit. They, and they threw Kaba to the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now that we got Broly, like if, like if Super ever comes back, I don't imagine the series ever being the same. You know the whole moral shit that's going on right now? Crazy. To me, I don't understand how, how the, the story could continue without uh, going back to like uh, Kefla and Hit and Kaba and Broly. I, I feel like they all need to like, after the Broly story, all these niggas need to be main characters now. Like I'm not saying main characters, but integral characters you see in the next arcs to come and we haven't seen none of them niggas so yeah it's, basically it's the goku versus whoever show yeah so that's the oof that's the stuff i'm trying to that, oh, that. oh you know who, one more before we get off dragon ball you know who was really wasted potential who was just like why why is he even there who oob uh. what the fuck happened to oob son <laughs> oob is like bruh my boy it's my boy boo now he got or nervous is oob, is oob in super they didn't even let that nigga get no shine in gt <laughs> I think Oob is post super. I think Oob is after like the whole um you see Teen Trunks and Teen Goten and you see uh Toddler Pan right before Z ends and GT starts. Mm. And you don't see no more from Oob ever in I don't even know you see him in GT to be real, but a nerfed. little bit. He's he's in there, but he's nerfed for sure. Way to potential because he was one of them characters that intrigued a lot of interest in me and uh, as a as a child, just knowing that Goku has this next generation of of student. And I'm seeing all these pictures of him before I even really saw the end of uh, Z. And I'm sitting there like, damn, they got a black Dragon Ball character. He low key looks badass. I yeah. wonder if he's a Saiyan. Wonder if he can go Super Saiyan. Now I know. But at the end of the day, they hyped him up to be like Goku's going to train this nigga. He's going to be the goat, the next goat, and then. GT don't even show him love. Yeah, facts, facts. Let us know who you think are the most wasted potential anime characters. If we forgot anybody, comment on our Instagram, Anime Talk Pod, or let us know in the video clip on Twitter, at ChrisSJE, at LinBWT, or at Think. You know who's a wasted space character? Who? 
Foxy from motherfucking oh One my Piece. God, yes. He's not wasting potential because he had no potential to begin with. He just with. wasted space. We need to make a whole another a whole another uh, topic of discussion. Just wasted space characters. Like why are they there? The series could probably be better without them there. Because I could probably yep. make a big list of niggas. Well, let's talk about the new shows for 2020. I think we're gonna keep the row hey the row every week. We'll talk about ID Invaded probably at the end of the season. We're gonna talk about Radiant probably next episode because I think it's done. I'm pretty sure it's done. I thought they were going to get to 20 episodes, but I think they're just stopping at 15. But let's talk about ID Invaded. The first uh, four episodes are out. Facts. Uh, What'd you think? Pretty dope. Pretty. It, it, it's not high up there on my hype list, but at the end of the day, uh, it definitely entertained me. I, 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 uh, it caught me. It kept me through the whole episode. I, I wasn't like snoozing through the episodes. It was definitely intriguing, especially the first two. The first two really hit me hard. Then the well, second shit, two were dude. like, it's cool. The last one I thought was pretty good, where it was the sniper. The last one was pretty cool, but at the end of the day, now I feel like I'm now I feel like I'm in the groove of how the rest of the season is gonna be. It, it I'll say this: it is because uh, I really like it, but mm-hmm. I'm a big crime fan in live action, like normal. If it's a cop solving stuff, that's that's my bag. And this does that very well with a very new idea of going inside the criminal's mind mm-hmm. and trying to figure it out through that super super dope concept. Like I said, the, like Chris said, the first two episodes were amazing. The third one was kind of expositiony. But that fourth one, I really, really dug. I think this, in a in a slow year of anime, I think this is a good placeholder for the winter. Like with this one in Dorohe Doro, I think I'm I'm satisfied. Along with my hero, I'm cool. Like I'm not upset, but like this can hold me over until we see what's coming next. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I the invaded is definitely uh, one thing I gotta give it. Uh, super props for is the uh, animation, Beautiful. And art style. The character designs are pretty cool for the Beautiful. most part. I love Sakai though. I love I like the whole team. And I do love the action when it gets action-y, when they when it does have times when shit goes down. I do love certain suspenseful moments. But at the same time, the one thing that takes me kind of uh probably it's just cause it's not my cup of tea, but this is one of those shows that kind of um it, it throws things in your face and you kind of learn what's going on later. And I'm one of those. Oh yeah, you who, gotta solve the mystery. Exactly. It's like one of those things you get small pieces of the mystery unraveled. And that's cool. But I'm one of the people who I'm like probably gonna I'd probably binge the whole because not even just the small mysteries. The whole show, uh, it's kind of like I'm seeing where it's going to a certain extent. But um, this is one of those ones that I'd probably binge the season. Yeah, this is one that you probably want to watch as a movie. Exactly, because it would hit harder like that. To me, waiting, waiting week to week, I'm forgetting stuff and I'm rewatching. I got to go back to the other episodes. I'm like, okay, I, I understand what's going on a little better now. But um, not to say I don't like it. Cause I do like it. It's just not. It's not one of them ones. I'm like super. You know what I'm saying? Since like, we're not going by episodes, on episodes to drop. What would you rate the show one through ten? One through ten, I'll definitely give it a seven five. 7. Ooh, 5. see, I was thinking seven five eight. So we're. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it an eight because I like cop shows. But also, one thing I gotta credit the show with. You know, I'm a sub guy. I love the dub. I watch the dub. I've for sure been watching the dub, especially since it drops the same day as the sub. Yep, I watched the dub on Funimation. I have not watched the sub to compare it with. I watched the first episode of the sub. The sub is good. The sub is cool, but I just... This is one of those shows where it's a lot of exposition, and if I can listen to it in English to where I can look at my phone sometimes because like it's not a lot of action, I'm going to do that because... I can understand it a little bit, but like not saying that I can't read the sub and understand it, but I'm just saying it's 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 easier to consume because it's one of those 
I'm talking the whole time. It's not a lot of looking at stuff. It's a lot of I'm talking. So, and the thing is, I enjoy the voice actors' portrayal of the characters. And it, it really does capture that whole detective kind of it feel. Is, it does, man. They um, don't. It, there's not many. There's no childish voices. And America Everybody's does do serious. that well. America loves their crime stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like they they handled this with care, and they want to to treat it like they want to treat it. Yeah, but, this seems like this is Funimation. This is the thing Funimation's pumping money into, and they're pushing because yeah. it's a simulcast, not. Not many things get a simulcast. Mm-hmm. Not many things probably can get a simulcast. Like even even with my hero, I was hoping like they would catch up on because they had the simulcast going for a while, and I was shocked. I was like, "Nigga, yes!" Because last season it was not simulcast. You feel me? This season, pretty much it was until you get to the holidays and people had to get off or whatever. But uh, I just want to throw this slide this in there while we're talking about uh, dubs. I was harsh on, and I'll speak on this later on in time, uh, but I was harsh on Inosuke's English dub character on Demon Slayer. I watched the episode when you get a little bit of Inosuke lines, and it's not enough for me to give him a a, a S tier, like 100% thumbs up, but it goes from thumbs down to not saying thumbs sideways, but like kind of lean, diagonally leaning towards up. So I'm, I'm liking his, his voice like a lot more. Like at 10 more. o'clock on the clock. It's, it, whenever, I'm going to let you know if Inosuke's character, uh, voice actor is great, or mid, when I hear him headbutt Tanjiro, it just go, ah! When I hear that <laughs> shit, it got to hit hard. The same with Zenitsu and the Tanjiro. So I got to give credit. I feel like uh, we got to break up that stigma that all dub is trash because these English dub voice actors work very hard. Uh, and they do a, lot a good of job. Them, a lot of the studios fumble with the rock, but a lot, of, a lot of studios put time, effort, budget into it. And when they do, it shows, and I like to give them the credit so we keep getting more of it so they don't just be like, they don't even care when we do good dubs. And, and just I, trash and dubs. ID Invaded is one of those that does a great job. And like you said, Definitely. the animation is beautiful. Like, such a beautiful show. Let's jump to Duro. Hey, Duro, yo! This Ooh. is the best winter anime of 2020. Like, I'm calling, like, it is. The animation, beautiful. They Bruh. take fusing 3D and 2D like Demon Slayer on another level because it's like, it's 3D 100%, but then they just throw in 2D scenes so flawlessly, and I love just how it looks. The story is basically this lizard, Kaimon, has a man inside of him, and they're killing sorcerers and, and putting the heads of the sorcerers inside of his mouth so the man inside of him can tell him, is he the one... And we don't know why he has a man inside of him. He was just turned that way magically. Him and his friend Nikaido are just going around killing sorcerers because sorcerers live in this other world and they live in this hole and they come and torment them and transform humans into creatures so they don't they don't mess with them and it's just their adventures. And this is trippy, gory, crazy animation. This is everything I want from an anime. I'm absolutely in love with Dorohe Doro. I love the story. Yeah, this is one of those ones that I was hyped for uh, amongst seeing the trailer. And a lot of times I see a trailer, I get super hyped, and then I see the show and the hype dies down. Maybe not a lot, but a little bit. Like certain shows have, have I, I saw that trailer, I was like, I got to see the show. And then I watched the show, I'm like, this is cool. But this one, I was like, this is what the, f-? like, this what is, is going on? Like, yeah. this, is, this is wild. Like, it was multiple times in episode one and multiple times in episode two where I was like, what, Nani? You know what I'm saying? I'm like watching this and I'm like, it's blowing my the mind. The first scene when they dice those humans up in the cubes, bro. Oh my bro. God, like, yes. I was like, oh, this is the, oh, this is what we're doing? Cool. This bro. is what we do. And when they take the girl's face off at the end of episode mm-hmm. one, like it just gets chopped off. I'm like, But whenever Yo. he bites it and he's holding on to it, I understood why this show is uh, 
uh, categorized as horror because it's one of those slasher, not really slasher, but it, it gives you a... It's gory. To me, it reminds me of how I felt when I first saw Akira uh, as a mm. kid. It was just like, ah, like certain things just made me uncomfortable, especially as a kid. So watching this, it has you kind of cringe a little bit. So it's that kind of horror, that kind of that kind of gory. Like whenever this you watch Saw saving. and the girl sticks her head yeah. in the... You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 like, it's, it's like one of them things that's like, oh, because whenever he had his teeth chopped down... Cause dude was trying to grab the girl and he was like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. Grabbed her with his with his, you know, teeth. The teeth sunk into the top of her head and the bottom of her head. I'm like, whoa, is he about to pop her head off? I'm like, don't tell me he's about to rip her face off. And then the way they executed is so so gruesome and so they 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 hide just enough, but they show just enough. And the way they do it is like, oh. And I love the beginning of episode two when you see her come back and she got the shit in her face and yeah. she's kind of like ditzy. I'm like, damn. And then so, these sorcerers are trying to get Kaimon and Nakaido mm-hmm. in episode two. But it, it, it is it is amazing. And Nakaido, she's early candidate, waifu, best girl. She's definitely one of my favorites. I love seeing her uh, kick ass, which is what separates her from a lot of other waifus yeah, that just look she, cute. She is strong, man. And mm-hmm. then like another good female character was introduced in episode two with Neo or Re- whatever. I think it's I think it's Neo. I forget or... her name. The one who keeps calling homeboy a senpai, Heartface. Yeah. I call him Heartface. Facts. That but, uh, great character. Her. Definitely. I, I love the sorcerers that are gonna come after Kaimon and Nakaido. Mm-hmm. Episode two, like some of the moments was the dude was like, "Nah, I don't use magic on weaker people. I just whip your ass with I whip your ass with my fist." Yes, yeah, so I feel just, like a bully. Oh shit! I don't want to bully you guys. I'm just over here to like, you know, I didn't want to really kill y'all. In his power, instead of changing them to a creature, he can slice them into pieces and they'll still be alive. It's like. Holy shit! And when Kaimon just burned that dude and tossed him into the mm-hmm. the trash, it was like. Fuck. And see, to me, with gory, gory can either be done super good or overly done. And this, and when well, you overly do it, yep. you got to do it right. To me, Baki, they overdid it, and I didn't Goblin really like Slayer. it. As I was gonna much. say Goblin Slayer, Goblin Slayer did as well. It. They overdid it, and it was kind of like overkill. But with this, it's necessary overkill because it fits the context, the way they execute it. Uh, even though it's overkill, uh, like like whenever Sun was standing there with that hammer in his hand, it was like you saw. All them heads in the wall from the other uh, homegirl, yeah. who you don't Ooh. even know is homegirl, killing Neo, whatever her name is. You see that and it's like, oh, this is bad. And then you see him standing there with the hammer. It's like, oh my god, what is what is going on? Whenever you see homeboy stretched out, uh, you know what I'm saying they they like diced him up in the spirals and he was kind of hanging there and they were talking to him and they were using his liver. To yes, Pate. Oh, dude, that dude's a cannibal and it's like, ooh. It was just so gruesome ooh. seeing what they. The, the, the things these uh this show is fire bro yeah. and they do it executed so well i'm sitting there like uncomfortable but loving every second of it this is one of those ones my 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 eyes didn't divert away from the the screen for one second for just me both both of the first episodes are five this is like a nine series right now yeah like this is definitely they did they, and to me it's, it's seeming like one of those big movie kind of it reminds me of akira so much not just because of the the art style like or whatever the the, the subject just the matter vibe. just the vibe and just the quality the quality is uh, this is like a 10 out of 10 show yeah no this is this this is fire. Like, I do gotta say, like, because it seems like they're juggling a bunch of shit, right? They're giving you horror, they're giving you action, post-apocalyptic, but bef- more than almost anything, they're giving you comedy and it's and dark. Heart. It's dark humor. But they're and giving yeah, you hard too. Just like the relationship between Nakaido and Kaimon, she's always cooking for him. Her food looks amazing. Like mm-hmm. this show, like this show is the best right now of winter 2020. And if you're not watching it, I look, this is one of those shows that I understand it's hard to watch because. It's not streaming on Funimation. It's not streaming on VRV. It's not streaming on Hulu. 
it's in Netflix jail because it's only streaming in Netflix Japan right now. So the only way people can get it is trapping out the bandwidth. Yeah, shout out to all y'all VPN buyers. Yeah, man. like I understand if you're watching this on Kiss Anime. I get that because that's how me and Chris are. And this is one of the ones. It's so good. That I'm definitely going to support the official release yeah, me as too. far as buying Blu-ray. I, this needs to be in my collection. If there's ever figures, this is essential figures from oh, our collection. facts. I'm wanting the Kaido and a Kaimon figure. And us facts. saying 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5, 5 stars, you know what I'm saying? Uh, these characters... We're, we're at episode two, two yeah, and I'm facts. already in love with most of them. I'm, lo- and, I'm in love with the bad guys and the good guys. And that's the difference between this and ID Invaded. Like, ID Invaded is cool, mm-hmm. but this is, this has us bought in. Like, I would recommend, like, if, if you're out there listening right now, and it's like, which new winter 2020, if I can only watch one, do I recommend? I recommend this every time. It's, it's definitely It's the row head to row. It like, took it's me amazing. for a ride, like, hard. Like, it was, that was beautiful, man. So that is a great, great anime. And we will be reviewing this week to week. So we'll do more in-depth episode breakdowns. But this was just an early season preview and just seeing how it is. So Two episodes. But I can't believe, like, where we're at right now. It's like we're two episodes in. And I'm, like, more hyped for this than I'm more hyped for other shit that's about to probably drop next week. You know what I'm saying? Facts. No, like... It is, like, this and My Hero is something I look for weekly. Oh, yeah. So, let's jump to, before we get to My Hero, what did you think of the new Shonen Jump uh, manga, Undead Unlucky? Loved it. Loved Undead Unlucky. Um, it definitely hit super different. I'm loving the experimentation phase. I love phase. the differentness. Yes! Like, uh, that's what I like. It was, it was something new. A breath, of fe- a breath of fresh air. I don't know what's making Shonen Jump say, hey, we've we been in this bag for so long, y'all know we dominate that bag. Now, let's get into other bags and see what we can do. Because whatever... Every new bag they jump in, I'm enjoying it. I know, uh, I know you want to say some more about uh, Zipman too. And Zip that's Man's one of my getting favorites. well is what like Zipman. It's like this mecca, but it feels superhero e. Like it just both Undead Unlucky and Zipman are fresh takes on Shonen, and I'm here for them. Yeah, and, and I love that Undead Unlucky has a female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's uh that's crazy. I love seeing that, and I love seeing it done like this. It's a very throw it up, uh, throw it off premise you know what i'm saying the premise of this the series is something i've never seen done before and like then the way they're un- doing it she's an unlucky person like e- all these people have like mm-hmm. abilities and she has the unlucky ability so if anybody touches her skin bad shit happens he's undead so he constantly regenerates mm-hmm. as long as his head is like able to like I, I i in the first chapter they put him in some containment field and he couldn't regenerate so as long as he's not in the, whatever containment field it is he can so he can he can't die he can touch her and like she wants to experience what a real girl can because she mm-hmm. never got to experience that. So they're going on this adventure. It's going to be etchy. It's going to be comedy. It's going to be action. And I got to say, they did the yes. etchiness well. You know, you know who and she I didn't reminds notice me of? The, who? Tamaki. She, like, oh. She's unlucky. She has a, He's grabbing her like by the titty and shit it's, it's, it's for a comedic value. Uh, but it's not done untastefully. And like that Tamaki. is the premise of the show. And the, Not to get into this bag again, but the premise of other shows is not primarily etchy it's primarily action and you got an action-packed looking character not doing and there's gonna be shit. action in this but it's 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 and it not looks like they're about to bag. do it they're about to, they're about to do it in a specific way to where it's not overkill to me it didn't seem like overkill to me it reminded me of like how usk used to grab keiko's ass and do pervy shit and how you know you always had the uh you always had the fucking morokus and the master and the jirayas none of those kind of took away from uh any of the female characters they whatever did whatever to or like the actual show itself it was just extra comedic value but at the same time i feel like this is going to be one of the main aspects of the show and i feel like they're going to do it well especially if they keep on going the way they're going i love uh what is unlucky undead yeah unlucky undead. i love unlucky undead i'm itching for chapter two this is going to be one of those ones where i read week to week because i'm 
addicted to it. Whereas Zipman is one of those ones. I read chapter one and two, and I'm kind of like gonna let chapters because that's one of the ones I have to binge just because of the quality of it. That's one of the ones I'm I'm not gonna uh, like to wait week to week. Cause I want that now because like just the premise of that show as well, just with the his brother um being as far as I know his brother's dead. Yeah, right? well no. Or not really dead, he's but the, he's the he's the robot. Yeah, he's the suit. Like he's the uh, uh, yeah the robot. Yeah. Like just just seeing how that's gonna work out. Uh, it was a crazy premise because when you find out what you find out in chapter one, it, it's just like what, and you get to the end and you're like what, and then uh, just the character designs themselves are enough to keep me there. But the fact that the premise and the the story is that crazy and intense, it makes me want to sit down, wait till we get to like chapter whenever there's enough for one volume to come out, and I'll buy that volume and I might just peep it out, or I might, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a volume's worth of content. I'm after I got to the end of chapter one and two, I was like. Yeah, no, it, it is fire. Also, shout out to Samurai Eight, Taylor Hachimaru. It is it, it is a great manga. It is I'm loving every minute of it. Hachimaru's grown like I, I'm I'm in I'm invested. Like we did it week to week when it first started, and like I'm super super invested now. It's built up. Like I get where the world is. I get what we have to do, and I'm loving the sam seeing Kishimoto do samurai futuristic world, and I'm I'm loving it. So that's one of those ones too. I'm probably gonna wait to binge, but y'all please look forward to the youtube content because i don't know when we're gonna do the demon slayer wrap up whether it's gonna be like the arc wrap up or just in a few chapters or whatever but i can't wait to say y'all hear our thoughts on the demon slayer manga we can't speak too much because we don't want to spoil anything this is anime talk not manga talk we throw out some reviews but whenever we if we ever get in the samurai eight bag like stay tuned because we got a lot to say it's nuts we have a lot to say about both of those because i read the new demon slayer chapter and that shit and and don't let chris get caught up on my hero i'm not gonna say anything and i I ain't gonna lie i I, I said after watching this last episode i'm at the point where i'm about to catch up because like yeah i'm not gonna talk about it but let's jump into the my hero academia uh episode review and i know people gonna be like y'all are reviewing episode 76 well yeah because we didn't get a chance to talk about the big fight with overhaul Ah, the big ass fight with Overhaul. Deku One of the going biggest Super fights. Saiyan, going Super Saiyan Green. Whoo, that was intense. fire. Like, yo, let me give them credit. And I know people were like hating on some of the animes. No, this was beautiful. Uh, the fight between Deku and Overhaul looked good. I'm not hating on him looking like a super. Like, what? Like, he looked amazing. I love the aura. Like, it's it's totally different than Super Saiyan, and I dig it. I love that the whole airy situation. Like. Basically, in the fight, we see Night Eye messed up. He's uh, uh, Ochako and Froppy and uh, the the dragon hero are taking care of him. Mm-hmm. Deku tells Eri like, "Yo, I'ma save you." She jumps onto him and he boots up. He he goes a hundred, but he realizes she rewinded him. She's in the air. Uh, overhaul's like, nah, dog, I'm coming get you. He transforms into this big musk muscle bound overhaul, and they're fighting in the air. And basically, the episode ends with just them on the ground and like Airy and and Deku. They win the fight, so it's just basically the fight of mm-hmm. the whole episode's the fight. But the fight is beautiful. Yeah, the fight uh is definitely one of the biggest fights to start off 2020. It's one of the biggest fights of the uh, probably the biggest fight of the series uh, season. One of the biggest fights of the series. Um. I do gotta say, there's one thing that threw me off, but this is very nitpicky. The, did you hear that? Um, the slow version. I think it was like a, a vocally sung version of "You Say Run" or whatever. Like in the middle, whenever it was like, oh. you didn't know if he was gonna do it. Like, dun, dun, yeah, dun, when she was dun, jumping to him. But see, I like. I like, didn't like it, bro. That shit took me a little bit out of that it. Felt, I was sitting there like, this is too much. That like, felt like a season ender when they put the when they put the. Uh... The oh, at, the, you know when at the end of the episode when they put the after credit song in, yeah. that's what it felt. I, I, I dug it. 
ah, that one took me out. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I loved everything else. So that's me still saying this is an amazing episode, but that was just the, if that's the only thing I could take away from, like, um, not loving, then that's, that's a good sign. Because everything else, as far as animation, just fight, uh, choreography, everything to me was perfect. I like seeing, uh, a lot of people complain about this shit, but this is one week where the episode for My Hero dropped and the timeline in unison was like, that was hard. It trended. The, it, the, it the trended. My Hero Academia haters. Like, I've seen people who are one of those. Everybody was like, the, we got to give Deku his props now. But even the My Hero Slanderers, the ones that's My Hero Slander Task Force that's come out. Yeah, me, me, me. They were like, all right, y'all, y'all got that one. But y'all niggas still be, y'all still whack as a fan base. But y'all got this one. This one, we going we not going to say too much uh, negative because you got to You got to give them their props. That. Even when they did the uh, One Punch Man's all the fist. And then when it, it hit that you. That like the gum gum uh, gatling or oh whatever. that too it, it I, I thought it was consecutive normal punches ah that too but it, it when it like it hit his body like one two and they just blew apart like it, chunks of his body were just blowing up and then you see deku get over his eyes and deku's in black silhouette with like mm. red eyes looking all evil so i hype. was like yo so high the this boy is- th- th- this was deku's first big moment and i mm. knew i wanted to remember saying that this was, you remember in any's like, I know people are going to say Luffy had moments before this, but to me, Luffy's first big, big moment was in his lobby when he put his fist on the ground and said, Gear Segundo. Oh, yeah. This was one of those, mo- Super Saiyan, the first time Goku did it, uh, Naruto, when he when he first got off his Rasengan, or no, Sage Mode, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of that similar thing, or when he first got off his Rasengan, either way. This was one of those moments. Ichigo going Bankai. Yeah, this is that like, power up. This is the first big power up. And we needed him. it. Yeah, he we did. Needed it. He definitely needed it. Like, cause full Kylin, cool, but it's time to it's time to progress. Mm-hmm. And this is the ultimate progression. I don't know and, how and the much. The thing is, it's it, it it is the ultimate progression because mm-hmm. now he knows how a hundred percent feels. But the thing is. He can't use it because of air. Exactly. So we don't know when's the next time we're going to see this. And we don't know how he's going to implement what he learned into the future. And we, well, I don't, you know what I'm saying? But I, I want to see specifically uh, how he taps into those powers again and how, because if this is peak Deku, I hope this isn't like when we see him do this and we never see him do this again. I hope the future we see him, um, we see him kind of leap towards that leaps and mouth not not necessarily hit it because we haven't seen goku hit ultra instinct again. but it's gonna be like it's gonna be like how when he when he learned full calling he added shoot styles he got more comfortable exactly with it. imagine like because all might had manchester uh united mm-hmm. states of smash all oh, wisconsin smash texas smash all might had multiple different ver uh multiple different uh varieties in his mm-hmm. power once he learned and trained and adapted and be and mastered it Imagine Deku mastering this because All Might was kind of power in wind. Deku seems kind of speed, yeah. like like he seems like a speedy type with his feet. And I'm just picturing like Flash SDC, like super speed movement. Like uh, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm ready for it. I'm he ready. Go, he could go so many different ways, do so much, but at the same time, Deku. Uh, you know he's gonna uh, succeed all might at the end of the day you know he's that boy and this is the episode that showed like yeah Muriel was a great candidate but Deku's the one exactly Deku proves himself like I love the fact that he's 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 this kind of character now who I expect I still don't quite expect him to 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 boot up and rise to the occasion instantly but he's always like everybody's like pull back pull back I'm like what are they gonna do and he's like fuck pull him back and he's like I gotta like I gotta and I'm, that's the thing. he's like might. if I can't save this girl in front of me 
I don't deserve one for all. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve to be all my successor. I feel like he's there's, th- there's one single person, mm-hmm. and I have to be able to save them. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, what would all might do embodied? Like he's he's always like all might wouldn't punk out. And I feel like that's what drives him a lot of the time. He's sitting but there like I'm succeeding more, him. But the thing is, it's it's that like that's in the back of his head. But he's also becoming what would. Like this is something I need to like. Like you're right. Yeah, he's, all might. He's supposed in the back to pass of, up all yeah. might. He's supposed to reach all might and then pass. He has potential to he's be using, colder. He's using his philosophies. Like all might's philosophy is is his, is his foundation. Mm-hmm. But he's starting to develop his, and we're seeing that be his motivation. But at the end of the day, he knows he can't. He can't lack. He no. can't be any less than all might. He has to succeed and be be better. He has to. He has to be his own. He has to be Deku. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. that's his superhero. Shtick. And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm coming into seeing him more as a hero versus a student. Facts. And this was, this is the, this is the arc that I said the show changes. So episode 76, I'm giving it a five. Five for sure. This yeah. was the five. 100%. Let's get to episode 77, Bright Future. As the heroes deal with the aftermath of the fight with Shy, with Shy, with the Shy Hasaikai, the villi- uh, the vehicle transporting Chisake has an encounter with none other than the League of Villains. Before we get to the League of Villains stuff, they also have the death of Night Eye with this. Let's talk, let's talk the hero side, then we'll jump to the villains after. I love how the episode started with the deem with the dragon hero lady, and she's like, I know there's a bunch of casualties, but just thank you, Deku. At that moment, it was like, yo. You did it, my G. Like, for the first time, you're recognized by the pro heroes, and that made the emotion started to build there. That's where, like, the beginning part of the feels, like, I'm like, oh, damn, y'all got me in my feels. And it just escalates all the way up after that. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the night eye death. Oh, man. First, you see all my, like, when, when Deku's talking to, to uh, erase her head and they're walking up and he's like, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you, but I'm glad you did it. But there's still casualties. Like he's praising him and telling him the war's a battle. And then he sees All Might and All Might can't even congratulate him because it's like Night Eye. Deku's crying because that's his new mat. Like the Deku tears didn't get me. The All Might yeah. saying that I wasn't there for you got me. Yeah. And then Muriel coming in like quirkless, like master like i don't need you to die i need you to still teach me stuff and he's like he uses his, his future vision saying that Muriel, you're gonna be okay you're gonna be the hero that you're supposed to be so maybe Muriel does get his quirk back or maybe he does something else but the point of the matter is that was I mean, emotional you saw whatever Muriel was fighting chisake uh or chisake or whatever how you say his name overhaul whatever you saw he he got his quirk fucking evaporated no no more quirk no more he's still whooping ass yeah he he did that didn't stop him so uh it's, it's gonna be interesting to see how he moves in the future because i don't think whatever is going on is enough to stop him so I, i'm i'm glad i was super hyped to see not i uh use his power one last time his quirk one last time on uh his uh student you know what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. like you said, bro, I, I, the tear didn't it didn't get me. Like seeing Deku cry is like it's not the first time I seen Deku cry. When All Might was like, I was yeah. like, oh no, I was like, no man. And then I, it started hitting me that these niggas didn't really talk that much. They was like, they was beefed out. So it's like they get to have that last conversation and that first conversation in a while, and it's just a it's just a, a messed up moment. It's, just it's like, like I love you and I'm sorry, man. Yeah, and that if that moment didn't hit you in the feels, then you have no soul. And then we jump to the villains. Yo, Shigaraki Tomura is becoming one of my favorite villains. He hit him with the checkmate. The whole car scene, they looking like some badass Dobby, Mr. Compress, and, and Shigaraki. And then when they when they destroy the little Sandman dude, it's like, get up out of here, bro. You compressed. Like, I feel bad for that dude. Yeah, he oh, he yeah. is compressed for life. Like, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. 
<laughs> dead game for him, bro. Such a badass scene. And then they like get Shisake. They cut off his arms. It's the, the scene where Shigaraki becomes face-to-face with Shis- uh, Chisake, we see pure fear in Chisake's heart because he's like, this dude is different. This dude is insane. This dude is evil incarnate. And we see Shigaraki becoming the villain of this story. The animation was beautiful in that moment. Cuts off his arm, takes away his the, uh, the bullets that he was working on, leaves Chisake ultimately vulnerable without being able to really use his quirk again and just sitting in prison watching the League of Villains just tear apart the world. And when they leave, you see the ultimate badass walk away where it's them three and you see the bus explode mm. and they're walking back. How did you feel being the villain's guy? The hardest mixtape cover of the year with them all walking <laughs> away. If you're in a three-person rap group and you fuck with anime that use that, like, bro, the, <laughs> the manga panel, like, they were posting the manga panel on the side of the um The manga panel looks even better. And I love the screenshot, but the manga panel really took it home. So I'm sitting there like, damn, bro, these boys really just walked away on some, like, yeah, you could hear Wiz Khalifa, we them boys in the background. <laughs> like, bro, when I'm telling oh, you. I was thinking Finito. Bro, Finito. Yeah, Finito. Hey, that's more accurate, bro, because them boys really pulled up and hit a Finito, bro. We got to finna blow, we finna blow your whole she's hey, psych high, we got to blow y'all up. But I, I really liked the savagery of, of Shigaraki because he's like to the audience he's looking at y'all like don't y'all ever forget who I am <laughs> yeah. and he, he looked at Chisaki, uh, Chisaki like overhaul he grabs him looks at him in his eyes he's like don't you ever 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 play with me in your life because he could have killed him bro yeah. he could have killed him he was like, like you I gotta live you. yes uh, he looked at him in his eyes he's like remember whenever you walked into my hideout and you killed one of my homies and just I walked out and just said hey I ain't wasn't really even trying to kill y'all y'all just need to chill out like the bitches y'all are and realize I'm that nigga when you invited me to your hideout I was like yeah you gonna work for me now you thought you was this nigga but until you met this nigga now stay in your place and you sitting there like like Shigaraki sitting there, like, oh, really? Oh, that's how we, that's how we doing, okay? One hundred percent. Look at him in his eyes, like, bitch, you, you thought. And like, <laughs> you know it's what I'm a saying? Real villain move, not to kill him because I'm gonna give you a fate worse than death. Like, oh yeah, and that's how you know he really felt played. Yeah, and like, just like I said, the animation when they're face to face and you see see all the cracks in Shigaraki's face, it's like, ooh, and, and Overhaul's just like, ooh, this dude's not like, like I was bad, but this mm-hmm. dude is something else. That's like, cemented. Yeah, <laughs> cemented Shigaraki as, as far as one of the best villains um, of the new generation. What would you rank this one? Because I'm giving this one like a solid 4-3. I'll give that four, one another four. 5 just because See? of the... I, I want to give it like a 4-8, but I feel like it deserved that 5 because 4 not being an action episode, it, it, it kept your attention the whole time. I'm going to give it a 4-8. I'm going to give it your the 4-8 rating. Like when Blue Eyes, White it was Teacher, good. Like it took for you to, to reiterate how... Because I remember when I watched it, it just wasn't something that was memorable. I was more remembering the whole... The villain stuff. Not even that, but the whole uh, Night Eye and Death, All Might. Yeah. I was remembering all this. But at the same time, the beginning hit hard as hell because this is the aftermath of like right after. And seeing like everybody congratulate Deku but still being sad. Yeah, like, it's a messed it was, up situation. It was a lot. But this episode, super, super great. Excited to see My Hero continue. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're only getting one more arc and then the season will end. Season five will be even like I know I keep saying this. I said season four would be better than the other ones. Season five will be the best season next. Like, my hero it, it has be, been progressing. Like every you're gonna season, get, you're gonna get the my villain academia in season five. Like not even just every season, but every episode from season one, you get this growth that feels authentic and rewarding to where every time you get to the end of the episode every time you see a power up happen every time you see a win get got you're like yes they deserve that you know what i'm saying besides so it, besides attack on titan it is the best new shonen anime yeah for sure for sure like i, I gotta get man, it to him. attack on titan is 
it, uh, shonen. You want to count it seinen? I, I I consider it seinen, but I know the world like Twitter considers it shonen. I'm pretty sure the mangaka considers it shonen. It is at the end of the day shonen, but these characters to me seem so adult. Like whenever uh, I'm watching season three, and I think it's season three when uh, Levi was in uh, in jail for whatever doing whatever he did, going against the uh, the oh Kenny Ackerman and all that shit. Yeah, and then they were sitting there like. Uh, you're only 15. I'm like, a 15? I'm like, I thought these niggas was like 20. I thought he was, I thought he was like at least 18. Oh, no, you're not talking about Levi. You're talking about Aaron. Oh, yeah, Aaron my bad. I'm, I'm yeah. talking, I meant to say Aaron. When Aaron was locked up behind bars, my bad. That was a fumble. But uh, same time, like, this one, as far as the new generation, uh, it, they can only do... It's amazing, man. It really is. Every time you expect them to do one thing, they throw you for a curveball, and it's always a good curveball, and they're still inclining. They're still following that same shonen and uh, still blueprint. Ki- like, the manga, they're just switching it up a little bit. They're still killing it. Like, the next... like. The My Villain Academia stuff, all the stuff that's coming up, it's amazing. Like, Horikoshi, if he nails, like, if this series is nailed at this progression and he doesn't have, like, a quote-unquote bad arc, he's the GOAT, man. Like, he hasn't fumbled the rock yet. Like, honestly, you could say the the first arc was the, the weakest arc. Yeah, and the that's first the setup. Arc, definitely, it was just it was just set up. That's all it was. But like, it's been gradually progressing to where we're gonna get fives in every season because every season is gonna have that climax that takes you there and just sets up for the next season. And it's like the story's progressing so realistically and so um, so well. The way that they're executing it is just you couldn't. I couldn't have written it better. Like I couldn't. Like you know, with Dragon Ball, you'll see certain things, nitpicky things, switching things around. If this happened instead of this, perfect show. You have to show. If this happened instead of this, if this happened here and this happened here, my they, hero. They, they're doing. I don't it have right. any complaints. They're I doing don't. One hundred percent right. No, one hundred percent. But that's the end of the show this week. Look, thank you to Pure Fiction Collectibles for sponsoring the show. Be sure to check them out. Buy the Walmart on Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. Tell them the Lyndon and Krista from Anime Talk sent you. They'll hook you up. Shout out to my boy Camden. But we got something later this week. We wanted to include it with this episode, but we wanted this episode not to be stale by the time you got this. Look for something special Saturday or Sunday. At the latest, it'll be Monday. But you guys are going to want to see this. It's going to be Plus Ultra. And that's all I'm going to say. Chris, tell the people they can find you out on social media. For sure. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, at Chris SJE. I do want to plug the music real quick because we just dropped a new song. Uh, if you are familiar with my song, Demon Mode, we just dropped the remix of Demon Mode with one of my Ooh. favorite rappers, Chapo. That's it, big, yo. It, Shout it, out to Chris for that, It bro. hits pretty hard. The, the number's going up right now. Like, uh, a week later, like, people are catching on to it. Like, the first week, when the first few days when it dropped, I was like, ah, people are people sleeping on it. But, like, a week later, I'm getting, uh, it's getting some traction, but... Not only that, me and Fade are working on a Gogeta video for y'all, so that's on the way. Also, I got a project probably dropping at the end of this month, early next month. Grand Line with my boy Nick Grand. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna definitely let you get the 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 pre the pre pack. You know what I'm saying? We might we might throw a track on the end of one of the next episodes, but definitely keep, uh, stay posted on. Uh, Should probably do it on that special thing. Ah, <laughs> ah <laughs> if we really you. thinking like but um at the end of the day you know what i'm saying more new music on the way also we're coming to all the cons soon we're gonna be yes. announcing to y'all the different uh appearances i know for sure i'm going to anime expo and like uh dream con and i know lynn we we, we know we shit. Nah, we're gonna be like i don't even want to announce it yet but like we're gonna probably be a yeah, just con. just stay tuned like, like especially if you follow uh anime talk pod on instagram and if you follow us two gentlemen on uh, instagram because we're gonna be we're gonna be dropping some you don't you don't want to miss 
the announcements. We got a lot of good stuff in the works for you guys. You can follow me at LimBWT. Follow the Bros You Think at Bros You Think. Be sure to check out all the content on the Bros You Think Network. If you're a fan of movies, comic books, TV shows, check out Bros Who Binge. We interviewed the, the new reality show on Netflix, The Circle. We interviewed Sammy from The Circle. Be sure to check out that. And then on Thursday, the latest Bros Who Think pod will be out. But like Chris has said, just be on the lookout and be sure to follow Anime Talk Pod on Instagram, you will be put into a giveaway at the end of the month. We're going to be giving something special out to you, as well as if you follow us on Twitter, if, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment on Apple or Spotify, or subscribe quick. on YouTube. If you're a YouTube subscriber, you will be put in the giveaway as well. We're going to be giving away a lot of good stuff at the end of the month. So just follow us on all platforms, and you will be entered and at least have four opportunities to win. But other than that, be on the lookout later this week. Like I said, the only hint you're getting, it's plus ultra. But until next time, for Krista, my name is Lyndon. You guys have a good one. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace. Diamonds dripping off my face like I'm the tangent. Yeah, these niggas ain't about shit. Call them 1010. Yeah, niggas talking down and that's a spin bin. Yeah, niggas say they better. That's a big cringe. Can't fuck with the crystal, the one-handed pillar. I ride for my niggas, yeah. Pull up and I kill you, won't even remember. I do this shit every day. Yeah, I demon sleep, but I'm a demon, bitch. I feel like you's gay. They mad that I'm winning, they hating the outcome like he ever shot skate. These kids, this talking shit, I pull up on a gatekeeper and close the gate.